Hey, everybody in life is going to have some challenges, some adversity. It's just the way we're, it's just the way life happens, right? You know, we all think we want this perfect little life that nothing bad ever happens to us. How yeah. freaking boring would that be, right? Indeed. So, I, I, now listen, I don't think we need to bring adversity on, and a lot of people do that, right? They, mm. they continually do the same things that bring on the same types of situations and adversities. So I'm not a fan of that. And I do also believe that you can grow through good times too. So, uh, but when you're not growing and life knows, hey, he needs to grow or she needs to grow, sometimes it's going to throw something in your way. But it's working for you. Welcome to Screw It, Just Do It, the number one ranked entrepreneurship podcast for business owners, entrepreneurs, and those aspiring to be so. The aim of this show is to showcase the world's most inspiring and interesting people who've decided to screw it, just do it. We offer 20% inspiration and 80% education, giving you the tools and advice to start, grow, and scale a successful business. I'm your host, Alex Chisnell, fellow entrepreneur, podcast agency owner with a number one podcast and startup advisor to global startup generator and early stage VC, Antler. Each week, I release two episodes, a Q&A every Wednesday with one of the world's most inspiring figures, plus a solo episode every Saturday where I cover the challenges that all of us are facing as entrepreneurs. Sorry to interrupt the podcast, but I wanted to let you know that this episode is sponsored by the True Underdog podcast with Jason Waller. If you're looking for a raw and real podcast with a CEO that has his company on a path to becoming a billion dollar business, well, look no further. Check out True Underdog, hosted by Jason Waller, CEO of Powerhome Solar. You'll hear the uncut details of the world's most influential people and their upbringings. His shows featured guests like Shark Tank star Kevin O'Leary, top podcaster Jordan Harbringer, former drug trafficker Rick Freeway Ross, NFL legend Barry Saunders, real estate mogul Grant Cardone, and many more to bring you inspiration. Raised in a trailer park with no clear path to success, kicked out of high school multiple times, and faced with becoming a father in his teens, Waller is the definition of a true underdog. As Waller will tell you, there is no elevator to success. That climb only happens one step at a time. You will learn how to turn excuses into results by doing. Ready for the fastest growing entrepreneurship and motivational podcast because Jason Waller is building a movement. Let every true underdog podcast be that step that elevates you. You'll hear an incredible underdog story from some of your favorite celebrities. You'll gain motivation to achieve your professional and personal goals. You'll also learn how to turn excuses into results by doing. You'll hear the raw and uncut details of the world's most influential people and their upbringings. Subscribe to True Underdog Podcast on Apple, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform to level up your life. That's True Underdog Podcast, hosted by Jason Waller, to learn from the best underdog come-up stories. It's right here, right now. Back to the podcast. 
So welcome to another episode of Screw It, Just Do It with me, Alex Chisnell. And my very special guest this week is Tom McCarthy. Tom has been called America's number one high stakes performance coach, author of The Breakthrough Code, founder of Global Energy Healing Summit. But Tom started his career as a financial advisor with a Wall Street firm where he quickly became one of the top producing advisors in the entire firm before Tony Robbins asked Tom to become head of sales and marketing for his training organization. Tom launched his own training organization specializing in leadership, persuasive communication, and peak performance. Plus, you've also been selected by Forbes as an expert and thought leader for their knowledge and innovation center. So welcome, Tom. Yeah, good to see you, Alex. Thanks for having me on. Absolute pleasure. Now, you talk about risk-taking, about growing. Uh, the title of this very podcast is Screw It, Just Do It. Mm-hmm. I'm really keen to understand what ultimately made you leave what, from the outside looking in, must have been a pretty comfortable, well-paid job running all of the sales and marketing for Tony Robbins and ultimately decide to make that decision to, to launch your own business. Yeah, so the, the actually probably the bigger move was when I – left my job with the brokerage firm to come out to help run Tony Robbins company. That's when people really thought I was crazy and fallen out of a car and hit my head on a curb or something because I, I was young. I was right out of college, uh, got into that role, did very well. People were looking at me to become a leader in that organization after a couple of years. And it was a, you know, 50, 60 year old firm. I was the youngest they'd ever hired. And so when I left that and I had all these clients, I bought a couple of houses, I was doing really well. When I left that, people were really worried about me. And then I moved out to California, which uh, people that don't know California, it's, it's more of a, you know, free thinking environment. And, and a lot of people thought I was going to just, uh, you know, go crazy, be a, become a hippie. I don't know what they were exactly thinking, but they're really worried about me. And so when I took that, when I made that move, that was probably um, a tough one for me. But my whole life, going back to when I was three years old, I've always been a bit of a risk taker. Uh, Three years old, my father passed away in the Vietnam War. And I still remember the army officers showing up at our house to tell my mom that my dad literally had been killed the day before. And I remember all the fear and and the grief in our home. And, and because when you're young, you don't have all the filters. You, you don't, you, we live basically live from zero to age six or seven in an alpha brainwave state where everything is just being dumped into you because you have to mm-hmm. learn really quick how to walk, what to eat, what to touch, what don't touch, where danger is, what's safe. And so I absorbed a lot of those, a lot of that fear, a lot of that grief And so my life was really different growing up where I was changing because I was in such pain. I was starting businesses when I was really young because I felt like I had to do something to help my family out. My mother never remarried. I had two younger brothers. One was when I was three, when my dad died, I had a two-year-old and a six-month-old. So my life was already always kind of moving Uh, I made the move to come out to Tony Robbins. And then after a few years there, we had a lot of success. And I just decided, you know, I wanted to do my own thing. And I didn't want to be in the big seminar business either. You know, it was was a grind. And so I started working with corporations and doing leadership and doing peak performance. And also a lot of the work that we do in my organization is showing people how to communicate 
value propositions, how to speak to groups or to customers and get them to take action. So I had a lot of passion for that. And, you know, I made the move. And and what, what did happen, though, I thought, okay, I'm going to leave running, help, helping to run Tony Robbins' organization. I'm going to go start this company. People are going to flock to me. I'm going to have so much business. And I didn't. In the beginning, right. I was like, whoa, all right, what's going on here? And, <laughs> and a lot of what I talk about in the Breakthrough Code, I had to use on myself to really start to shift reality and to create successful business and I've had lots of different businesses, so not just my training business. I've done restaurants. I've done insurance companies. I've done software. And okay. so, yeah, I like I like change now. I, I I really do like, I don't even call it change. I call it growth or mm. transformation. So mm. uh, I kind of I kind of feed off of it. But back then, yeah, it was a little bit nerve-wracking, I guess. And so you, you, you obviously at Wall Street, you're on the East Coast, and you made that move, what, from New York to, to the West Coast? Yeah, I was actually in the Southeast. Okay. So I was with the Wall Street firm, but I wasn't in New York. So I was in the Southeast, so East Coast, and then moving to California. So it was a pretty big move. And as you alluded to there, I'm, I'm assuming, you know, most people, you know, when they're thinking of making a move like that, it's, you know, you're going to go from A to B in a straight line. But those of us who've, who've made that move and I, I was similar, I was like in, in a big blue ship organization like Virgin for 16 years and then ultimately always had that itch that I wanted to scratch and, you know, do my own thing and, you know, make that move without having that, you know, that, that parachute. But for you, I'm, I'm assuming it hasn't been plain sailing either all the way through. Yeah. Hey, everybody in life is going to have some challenges, some adversity. It's just the way we're, it's just the way life happens, right? You know, we all think we want this perfect little life that nothing bad ever happens to us. How freaking boring would that be, right? Indeed. So, I, I, now listen, I don't think we need to bring adversity on, and a lot of people do that, right? They, Mm. they continually do the same things that bring on the same types of situations and adversities. So I'm not a fan of that. And I do also believe that you can grow through good times, too. So uh, but when you're not growing and life knows, hey, he needs to grow or she needs to grow, sometimes it's going to throw something in your way. But it's working for you. And that's what I talk about in the book, uh, The Breakthrough Code. The the challenges that you face uh, will almost always, and I would say probably always, there's some there is always an advantage in even the, the toughest situations. My dad dying when I was three years old. Would I have ever chosen that? No. Mm. Would I want to have my dad back? Of course. But there was an advantage. I had an advantage because I had to step up as a leader early on. Uh, I had an advantage because it probably, because of all the fear and anxiety I had, I was much more empathetic to other human beings. And so I could really sense where they're at. And I think one of my gifts in coaching people is to help them break out of these slumps that they get into emotionally because I see where they're at, right? I'm not blind to that. I felt that before. So there's an advantage in everything. And I think the adversities that anyone is facing right now, if you're facing any, Look for the advantage. And you go, I can't see anything in it. Well, you're not looking hard enough. How is it going to make you better? How could it make you better? How could it make you think differently where you take a different tack? Maybe you don't need to still be on the same path that you've been on. I know that what, what happened to me, why I left my brokerage firm was because I was really feeling unfulfilled. 
And, you know, I wasn't getting the joy out of Vivo. I was making money, but I wasn't getting the joy out of it. And I knew there was something for me and my life purpose that was different than that. And I had to go find it. Eventually, I did find it through meeting Tony Robbins and then getting on that path of the businesses that I've been in up till now. And did you ever doubt that decision? You must have done in the early days, but have you come through other times since where you kind of doubted that at all? It was exciting, you know, in the beginning, like any big decision is in the, in the beginning. And yeah, once you look, anything that you're super excited about, you think is going to be the thing that's going to take your life to the next level. Uh, I, I do believe there's there's probably going to be a test involved where something that you thought was going to be a little bit easier, or go a little faster, and then it doesn't. And then you got to say, all right, am I going to keep going or, I'm a, or am I going to just, you know, back away and give up? And, and, and for a lot of people, that's a pattern they repeat over and over again. They get super excited. They get in. It doesn't work out as quickly or as good as they think it will right away. And then all of a sudden they're back to square one versus, you know, I believe you got to stick to things. Like if you look at why most people are successful, one of the, or why some people are successful, one of the biggest factors is grit. Can you make it through the challenge? But I think life gives you that challenge to toughen you up a little bit, right? To, to really make sure you've shifted your thinking so you don't have to be the person you were five minutes ago. And, and a lot of people think I can think the exact same thoughts I'm thinking right now. I can take the exact same actions. I can have the same beliefs and have a magnificently better life. It's impossible. It's like, it's why lottery winners, once they win a bunch of money, but they haven't mentally gotten to that stage where they can handle that money. Money's just energy, right? So it's a lot more energy they have to deal with. And what happens to most lottery winners, Alex? Do you, you know. Yeah, they go bust, don't they? They spend all exactly. the money. In a couple of years. Yeah. Like, how can they spend all that money? It's crazy, isn't it? Right? Yeah. Because mm. they're not ready for it, right? They have the old level of thinking, the old level of belief systems. They actually have the imposter syndrome. When all this money comes on them, they're super uncomfortable. They, they find a way to blow it. They find a way to screw their life up with it with something that you would think would be like the best thing to ever happen for most people. Yeah. It wasn't. Yeah. Cause they weren't ready. Yeah. yeah. And it's interesting that entrepreneurs, I think as well, business owners, you know, grits, perseverance, you know, those things that you just talked about as well. I see so many people who will, you know, hit on an idea, but because it doesn't happen as quickly as they, they hope it's going to, they'll switch to the next idea and then another yeah. three years to the next idea, then to the other, yeah. before they've built the first one up to a certain level where they can automate a lot of it or get other people in to, you know, run that business and let the, you know them who have the ideas fixate on something else. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so tell, tell me a little bit about the new book, The Breakthrough Code. Um, you've obviously got some awesome testimonials in there from people that you know very well, like Tony Robbins and Jack Canfield. What is the breakthrough code and, and who's it ultimately for? Yeah, so I, I don't know if you if you've ever heard of the book uh The Alchemist, right? It was a big bestseller. I kind of modeled yeah. the cover. I think it's kind of a modern day uh alchemist, is really the way I look at it. But I put it in a story form. So I've got a diverse set of mentors. You you know, have the the main character that's struggling. 
But it's uh, I've gotten a lot of great feedback. People really love the story because it, it's a real life story. It's not like, you know, person struggles. They meet a mentor. They learn something. Blah, blah. Right. You know, all of a sudden yeah. everything's perfect. You know, there's there's different stages. And so, you know, we advance a little bit. We we get knocked back a step. You know, that's real life. That's what people running businesses have to understand. There's going to be times in a day where you're super excited and there's going to be times where something hits you you didn't expect, which, by the way, doesn't mean you can't be excited about that. We get to choose how we feel. But what I wanted to share with people in the Breakthrough Code, because a lot of people are, are going for big things, but they're stuck or they're not getting there as quickly as they want. And I don't want them to give up. Right. I want them to know that there is a way to break through. And, and even if you're in a, a super slump, a slump for many years, or, you know, you're, you're, you, you, you had a, a financial catastrophe or you're sick and you just can't seem to get better. You can change any of that. You have the ability to do it. And so what I've done is I've just looked, I've studied over the years why certain people are able to make these massive shifts. Like you mentioned, Richard Branson, right? Uh, you know, how is he able to, make such success in these things he does in the business world or an Elon Musk or a Steve Jobs or an Oprah Winfrey, right? There's these people that in life, and it's, it's not any one occupation. Why did one actress become so successful when there's so many other equally talented actresses? Mm. What we have the ability to do is to shift reality. So when you look at, let's look at a situation that's happening right now, the Ukraine-Russian yeah. conflict. What was the most likely possibility when the Russians invaded? The most likely possibility, had uh, Zelensky not stepped up as a leader and shifted reality, was that the Russians come in, they've got an overpowering force, they take over Ukraine, and they do it in two to three days. That didn't yes, happen. Absolutely. Mm. Why? Why did that not? That was the most logical possibility. That's what everyone was expecting yep. was going to happen. Well, not everyone. There was a guy named Zelensky and, and, and his countrymen and women that said, no, that's not the way it's going to go. And they, sh they, they created a less likely possibility. They took a less likely possibility and made that the current reality. Now, that could change, but that's the current reality right now from somebody stepping up and literally shifting the outside world by first shifting the inside world, the way they thought about it. Everything is created twice, first inside of us mm -hmm. and then on the outside of us. The outside of us wow. is really a reflection of where we're focusing, what our what I call your story is, and mm -hmm. then the actions that we take. But it's not just the actions like uh, two people could take the exact same actions. One can be super successful, another one not, because it's more than just the actions you take. But the Breakthrough Code has three big ideas. The first is focus on less mm. and then obsess with your subconscious mind, create an obsession, which we show people how to do that, which is interesting. So it doesn't mean you're going crazy working all day. You've got this powerful mind, way more powerful than your conscious mind that you can access. And we show people how to do that, to really do it. And then upgrade your story, upgrade your life, upgrade the way you're thinking, upgrade the way you're feeling, upgrade your belief system. And then finally, 
pack your day with effective action. So the action, though, if I tell people actions to take to, you know, have a successful business, they won't be able to take the actions unless they have the right story and unless they're focused in. So those are the precursors that lead to great actions. And when you really program your subconscious mind or what I call your super conscious mind, you're going to find people. I'll tell you some stories as we go. You're going to find people seeking you out. You're Mm going to find opportunities coming to you that will never come if you don't work at a level below your conscious mind. And when you, when you, to dive into the first of those, um, a little bit, Tom, if you don't mind. So focus on less than obsess. Is that almost, correct me if I'm wrong, but trying to almost like declutter your mind and focus on. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. So we got a lot of things going on every day, right? And, and a lot of things we could potentially put energy and effort and try and be great at. We have a lot of possibilities. The reality, though, if you want to create a breakthrough, like a massive positive development in your life, You can't do it in 50 areas of your life at the same time. So what I say is you got to focus in. And so a light bulb, we have lights in our room. Light bulbs kind of light up a room. A laser goes right to an exact point. And what we need to to do is to harness the power of our mind and, and create the right kind of actions. We need to laser in on what is it that we want. That's just the area we're working on. Like, what do we want to see happen in that area? Specifically, laser in. And so uh, you're a great uh, podcast host, right? That's something you've lasered in on. Mm-hmm. Are you a phenomenal dancer? Are you a really good dancer? Definitely yeah. not. But you don't care because no. you're not focused on that. So we have to make choices with our focus. We have to say, all right, right now I'm going to focus in on here, here, and here. And then let's say we we create a breakthrough in one of those areas. Great. Now I've got some focus I can apply in another area. But mm-hmm. if you look at if you look at an Elon Musk, for instance, right? There's areas he's not probably not very good at. Like I think he's been married a few times, right? So he's yeah. probably not great being in a relationship. And I don't make judgments on people. Like he's chosen maybe not to do that. Where is he great? He's super great in taking highly complex business situations like SpaceX, like Tesla creating a car competing against all the, the, the entrenched car makers and making those businesses successful. So mm-hmm. we have to focus in on what we want. And, and then you've got to transfer that focus. So it's not like an obsessive conscious uh, focus. I mean, that's I guess okay, but that's not what I want people doing, like never not, never sleeping because they're so focused on it. I want them transferring it to their subconscious mind, that part of the mind that we're not thinking with. The conscious mm-hmm. mind is what we think with. We've got a level of mind below that, under the conscious mind, that is way more powerful. It can process 40 million bits of information per second. Conscious mind is only 40 bits of information per second. So if we can, now most people don't know how to access when they want to their subconscious mind, but when you access that subconscious and you put a super clear picture of what you want and what it feels like, it'll go to work and it'll find the 
resources, the book. It'll find that perfect podcast that you need to listen to. It'll literally hear a conversation in the back of a room that consciously you didn't even hear. It'll start attracting people to you. I'll give you an example. My son is in private equity and he's a young guy. He's 25 years old. He works with uh, some senior partners that were working on a deal to buy a a company called Forbes. You probably have heard of Forbes. And so I told him, I said, Hey, look, program your mind. He goes in, he does a meditation every day where he calms his mind down. I said, program your mind to always be in the right place at the right time. And so he, he did it for like a week. He calls me up. He says, dad, you never believe what happened. I said, what? He said, well, I'm walking down the street. He lives up in, in uh, West Hollywood in Los Angeles. And this guy comes jogging in, a, in the opposite direction. And I didn't even notice him. And then he stopped right in front of me. And he said, I don't know why I'm stopping. I never even run this way. But something tells me I just need to stop and talk to you. And my son was a little bit freaked out. And I said, how old was this guy? He goes, dad, he's like your age. I said, okay. <laughs> and, and he said, the guy asked him, he said, um, he said, what do you do? And my son said, well, I'm an investor. And the guy goes, I'm an investor too. They had a little chat. Uh, the guy gives him his name and said, look, if there's ever a reason we should talk, because I don't even know why I even stopped to talk to you, hmm. but if there's ever a reason we should talk, let me know. And so my son goes back, looks him up. The guy's a billionaire and he is the founder and managing partner of a $4 billion private equity fund. My son gets in touch with him and, and says, um, Hey, we're working on a deal to buy Forbes. Would you have an, would you have an interest in looking at it? Guy said, yeah, I'll take a look at it. Two days later, they meet for lunch with the senior partners, my son, Tommy and this guy. And the guy goes, I like it. He said, but I want to have another guy look at it, too, before I make a decision. Okay. They meet two days later with now that guy, the other guy he brings in, and both those guys end up committing $100 million each to the deal, which happened how? How did that happen? Well, you go, well, it's coincidence. That's a pretty crazy coincidence. A guy Mm. that normally never runs down that street and would, would have never stopped, right? stops to talk to this kid, this kid, young man, 25-year-old guy walking down the street. And it just happens to be the managing partner of a $4 billion private equity fund that is perfect for the kind of deal my son was working on at the time. So listen, stuff like that happens to me all the time. And it's not because I'm so great. I just know the code, right? So mm. I want to share people share with people this code that allows you to start tapping into bigger things where you're shifting reality. You're creating that least likely but most positive possibility, bringing more of those into your life. It's funny because my, my wife uh, always says to me that whatever I focus in on, um, whatever I you know put out there that I want to achieve. Yeah. Something like that will will happen to me. I will meet somebody or somebody sure. will connect me to somebody. But what is it for, I don't know, you know, if it's 99% of the population, for example, that can't access their subconscious mind? How do people, because I don't know how I do that, for example. Maybe it's, you know, a gift or or, or whatever that, that some, some people have. But how do the vast majority of people actually try and access their subconscious mind and, and trigger that? 
Yeah. So they're, by the way, they're always accessing it. They're just not accessing it very effectively. So for instance, if somebody says, uh, oh gosh, inflation, you know, the the things are going to be terrible. The economy is going to be terrible. They they're accessing it. They're actually feeding that into the subconscious when they believe that. And then they start to see, you know, the, the, they'll look at the news. Oh, see, here's proof. Yeah. Right. And they'll hear that stuff. Uh, on the news and they'll talk to a bunch of people that say the same thing. And then they literally will be creating that reality for themselves. Mm. So we are always accessing the subconscious. Uh, Now, what we want to be able to do is to go down into it and take out the, the poor programming. Like uh, many people are running their parents' programs and their subconscious mind. Programs meaning the belief system. Their mm-hmm. parents said life is really tough. You can never get ahead. And they go, well, I don't really believe that. Well, at some level you do because you got it from your parents and you haven't gotten it out. So at some level it's, it's down there. And you go, well, I've had some success. Well, have you, have you been able to have the level of success you really want? No. Well, you probably have competing beliefs down in the, in the soup. I call it the super. It's like a superhero, the super conscious. It can do amazing things. Mm. But if you've got a belief down in there that's still, you don't feel it every day, but it's like, it's tough to get ahead, right? There's always that little tinge of it's tough to get ahead. And then mm. there's like, you know, the, the belief that, you know, I can do anything. You've got competing beliefs. They're, they're both competing down in the super conscious. So you can get ahead a little bit, but then things are a struggle. What you have to do is you have to figure out your old programs and you have to remove them. And there's lots mm-hmm. of little techniques. We, we teach in the Breakthrough Code how to do that, how you can get an old stinking belief or an old experience that keeps that keep, keep being reminded of that failure or whatever it was. You need to get that out. You need to get that junk out because whatever in there, the subconscious is working on. It's not like, mm-hmm. oh, that's a negative belief. We shouldn't do that. Subconscious doesn't make choices like that. That's the conscious mind's. That's that's the job of the conscious mind to say, hey, that's a crappy belief. Let's get that out of there. That's a crap. I'm not going to I don't want to keep thinking of this dumb experience where I failed and I feel worthless. Right. Get that out of there. You literally can do that. You can do that. And then you put in the good stuff. And that, that's all about, I call it upgrading your story. It's like doing a software upgrade on your subconscious. And that's mm-hmm. what the character in the book has to do. And there's some techniques in there that, that allow people to do that. But you absolutely can do that. And you should be doing that. I do that. I was doing that earlier today before I got on here, right? I'm always just trying to upgrade, upgrade, upgrade. Notice something, not feeling too good. Okay, feel it. And then say, do I want do I want to hold on to this? No, get rid of it. Get rid of it. We can do that. That's the ability we have to to uh, work with our super conscious minds. Most people aren't doing that. That's why they're kind of stuck in the same patterns for most of their life. And is that um, when you when you talk about in in the book, Tom, upgrading your story and upgrading your life? Is that what you're talking about? Almost like upgrading those those belief systems that you have. Yeah, at the end of the day, all we really are the story we tell ourselves who we are. So if I say uh, I'm I'm great at running businesses and I really believe that, I will continue to move in the direction where new skill sets, 
that will help me be great at running businesses, the right people, the right opportunities will come to me. I used to, even though it was funny, uh, I used to uh, think that I wasn't a great investor because I, and I was a, I was a stockbroker. So I was, uh, I managed people's money for a short time in my early twenties before I came out here to California. But then I, I made some investments and, you know, some of them didn't go well. And I was like, nah, I don't think I'm that good at investing. And for a while I thought that, and then I'm like, no, I'm not going to have that in my mind because it will continue to, to lock me into underperforming as an investor. And so I literally got rid of the, the, the energy attached to the experiences where I'd made some fairly large investments and lost quite a bit of money. I, I took the energy out of that. I can still kind of remember doing it or the experience if I want to. I don't think about it. But, but the energy of feeling like I'm a crappy investor, you know, I'm a loser, none of that exists anymore. And then I started upgrading the way I thought where I'm a phenomenal investor. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I, I attract amazing investment opportunities and I, it, life changed, right? I mean, literally, um, in this past month, I had one investment that I made within the past year that has, uh, made me a few million dollars. Right. And it was a small investment. I was a couple hundred thousand dollar investment that made me a ton of money in, in a, in a company that was, uh, pre IPO. And now it's an IPO, but I didn't, and I didn't even have like a fast track in, like, how did I get invited to invest in this? Because I got invited by someone that I, that I didn't even know. And, but I have out there that I attract amazing investment opportunities and I get tons of great stuff all the time that have made me millions and millions and millions of dollars. Not because I'm so smart. I just upgraded the way I thought about myself as an investor Mm-hmm. And now I get, and I don't invest in every opportunity, right? Cause I'm smart enough now to know what's good. Uh, one thing I do now is I only invest in people that have already had a track record of success. So uh, right. nothing against, uh, you know, people starting up or who've had multiple failures cause something, you know, I believe they can, they can make that shift, but it's challenging. And so if I'm not sure that they made that shift inside, I don't invest in them. Yeah. yeah. And, and do you think like talking, going back to something we were talking a little bit about before when we were giving examples of like Elon Musk and Richard Branson, how, you know, I don't know if put a figure on it, but when it comes to somebody's life and the, and the different segments of that life, be that relationships, be that, be that business, be that, you know, wellness, et cetera. You can't have everything firing on all cylinders all of the time, but, you know, is there is there a number that people can kind of focus in on? You know, if if you're talking about you know focusing on focusing in on less and then obsessing, you can't be brilliant at all things all of the time, or, or can you? I don't know. Well, I I think right now, like for most people, I think there's probably a level if you really optimized your entire mind, you could you could focus in on more than this. But I say three things, and it doesn't mean that you're only doing three things. Uh, you know, you're, you're going to be doing many things over the course of a day, but we're talking about creating a breakthrough, like an mm-hmm. area where you keep running into something and then bam, yeah. all of a sudden you're through that. So it could be, you're making, um, 
you know, a hundred thousand pounds a year, but you want to make two million pounds a year. Like that's gonna that's gonna cause you to, or that's gonna take you having to make a massive shift and pouring energy in, programming your superconscious, upgrading that story, taking actions you haven't taken yet, because that's you know that's a uh, that's a twenty x increase, right? Yeah. Which is possible, by the way, it's possible. But you've got to focus in on it. You can't dabble at it. And so we show people how to do that in the Breakthrough Code. And by the way, also with the Breakthrough Code, when people get the book, I did a masterclass of 14 video sessions that go with it. Because I really, so for 19 or $20, you get it. Basically, it's a $500 course that goes with it. But I really want people to make this shift in their life. Mm -hmm. And uh, in the book, there's a code where you, you go to a website, you register for that, you get it all for free. Uh, but yeah, so you, 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 you have to make some pretty massive shifts. And to do that in 50 areas of your life is going to be super hard, uh, if not impossible. So I recommend three, right? Three specific results that you're going okay. for. But you could have a health one. You could have a relationship one. You could have a business one. Or they could be more focused in one area. And then you're going to change them. After you make the breakthrough, you're going to get a new one in there, rotate something in. Makes sense. Makes sense. And tell us a little bit about the the, the kind of individuals and businesses that, that you normally work with yourself. Because I know you work with some amazing companies, but equally work with some incredibly high-performing individuals as well. So I thought maybe you could tell us a, a little bit more about that as well. Yeah, so I work with mostly companies and executives in some of the biggest companies on the planet, uh, running billion-dollar businesses. So I coach a lot of those people. Uh, my organization coaches people throughout the world on speaking, on leadership, and peak performance. I've worked with athletes. I've worked with uh, some world championship athletes. One was uh, I've worked with four Olympic gold medalists, but a world championship athlete I worked with that I knew nothing about her sport. I literally just worked on her mind and or with her, with her mind. She worked on her mind, but I, I coached her on how to do it. But she was in a, a Richard Marriott's daughter and she oh. was in a sport called hydrofoil, which is on the water. It's kind of water skiing, but it's got a yeah, extension yeah, yeah. and a fin and they fly way up in the air and do flips. She was number two in the world and never thought she could be number one and actually leading up to the world championships she was finishing fifth and sixth and really struggling. And the only reason that was happening was because she built a story in her mind that, you know, I'm in a slump. Nothing's working. I could never be the number one person. We just changed that. We just, and it wasn't even about beating the number one person. She said that person was like the Michael Jordan of our sport. She'd hmm. never been beaten. And I, and, but I asked her, I said, what do you want? I asked her to focus in. And she said, I want to nail my routine. I said, okay, cool. Nail your routine. So she wanted, she had this routine. She'd been practicing. She wanted to nail it under the pressure of competition. And then we just started creating her story. Like, all right, how are you going to feel when you show up there? Because uh, she was really nervous before in the other competitions. She said, I'm going to be excited. When they call your name, what are you going to be thinking? Hey, it's about time. Let's go. She created this whole new story in her head. And she went out and she, she nailed the routine. She scored the highest score, world record score, so higher than anyone had ever done before. And she ended up beating, obviously, this person that was the Michael Jordan of her sport. 
And then just to prove that this whole mind thing works and it wasn't just a fluke, she came back the next year and won again. And so something she hadn't been able to do in 10 years of competition, she did very easily or not easily, but she did it mm-hmm. when she really implemented this breakthrough code that we're talking about. And I test myself all the time. I do it. Uh, I do it in my businesses, right. By uh, coming up with a number, that's like some crazy number that I'm like, all right, how you know, fourth quarter for the business will be this. And, and it's a huge stretch goal. And then I just, but I commit to it with zero doubt and I program myself and I start talking with people on my team in that way. And we don't always get it, but we always get, we either get it or we get super close to it. And I would say nine times out of 10, we get it. Yeah. I won a poker tournament. There's a trophy back there in 2005. I'd only played poker once before in my life. And it was back in the eighties when I was in college and, and I didn't study poker. I guys showed me 15 minutes, like what to do. I was playing against some world series of poker players and I ended up winning the tournament. Sounds unbelievable, but I did. And, but I had a story in my mind when I showed up that I, I made great decisions and I found a way to win. Literally in the past tense. I worked with a, a, another experience back there that red and white ball is an Arsenal uh, ball. Uh, okay. I can 2005 see when they were the Invincibles. Uh, I think the Invincibles. Or, That's right. Yeah. 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 So I, I uh, helped them before their uh, FA Cup final game. And, and basically just kind of the same thing. I was working through their sports psychologist, but uh, he mm-hmm. called me up, wanted me to help out. And we just got them to know that they had won the game before they went to bed the night before they had won. But they had to see it, feel it, and believe it with 100% certainty, which is hard for people. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing, uh, Alex. I think what most people struggle with is that they're letting the outside world determine how they feel and how they think. And that's the yeah. biggest that's the biggest factor in, in trapping people into kind of an average life. The people mm-hmm. that are shifting reality, that are looking and seeing an outside world, but not letting that outside world define what they create on the inside and then using what they create on the outside to shift the outside. No, I love it. And um, look, I really appreciate you with the time difference jumping on here to, to talk about this. And I, did, I didn't realize as well um, that with the book that you say people get access to, to the video course as well so they can you know see and hear you kind of coach them through it at the same time. And yeah. I'm assuming um, Amazon and all other books bookstores throughout the world because this show goes out to 161 different countries now so people can access it wherever they may be. Yeah, I think Amazon's probably the best, uh, Barnes and Noble. Uh, yeah. But yeah, they can access it there. And then all they have to do to get the, uh, it's going to be in the book, uh, right at the end of the book. And, and also at the beginning, right before the beginning, there's a page that just says, hey, here's a website. And it says for bonuses, but uh, the bonuses are you get the audio book for free. And you also okay. get a 14 module video masterclass where I'm coaching you through each of the habits in the book, because we have got three big ideas and we've got eight habits that if you put in your life, these eight habits, you shift reality. You will be able to shift reality the rest of your life. You'll still have challenges, right? But those are just calling you to, Hey, look over here. And then you can decide what you want to do with it and, and put the breakthrough code into action, but it absolutely works. And it's not like I invented it. It's, it's what you do, Alex. Like you said, when your wife, 
said you focus in on something, you achieve it. You're using mm -hmm. these same principles. It's the same yeah. thing all the great people on the planet are doing, but anybody can do it. It's not limited to the, the Sir Richard Bransons of the world. It can be anybody. There's no, it's really about living a life without limits. That's what I want people to understand. We, we don't have to succumb to these limits that we think that are pressing down on us. We don't have to. No, and, and, and I love that because, you know, I, th I think the current situation in the world just shows us more than ever that we do only get one chance at this life. So we might as well live the life that we want to live and yeah. our family, we want our families to live as well. So, so look, it's, it, it's been super inspiring. And I think it's, it's great that you can bring something like this out there that gives people, you know, a, a framework on how to access, you know, that kind of a life themselves. So Tom McCarthy, thank you very much indeed. Yeah. Great being with you, Alex. Thank you for having me on. Really appreciate it. Absolute pleasure. Thank you very much. If you found value in this free podcast, all I ask is that you tell somebody else about it. You don't have to leave a review or write a post on social tagging me in the screw it, just do it hashtag. But if you do, I promise to give you a shout out on a future episode and you have my eternal thanks. I'm at Alex Chisnell on LinkedIn, Twitter and Facebook plus at Alexander Chisnell on Instagram. Alongside the Screw It, Just Do It Facebook page, this houses the Screw It, Just Do It community and has the most up-to-date information on all things Screw It, Just Do It, including all of our live events. I love hearing from you. If you either message me on LinkedIn or email alex at screwitjustdoit.org, I promise to reply. Just give me a little time.